Put down that smartphone and listen to me. I'm Matthew Milligan, professional musician and lifelong Weird Al fan. Each week, I'm joined by professional podcaster and close personal friend Matt Kelly to take a dive off the deep end into the vast career of pop culture icon Weird Al Yankovic on our show, Weird Algorithm. Along with some very special guests from the worlds of music and comedy, we tackle every song, every television appearance, and every bit of sketch comedy Al has produced in chronological order, covering the good old days of My Bologna and Eat It, the fun zone of tacky and white and nerdy, and everything in between. As we go, we're ranking the songs, albums, and music videos in the hopes of creating the ultimate guide to a career bigger than the biggest ball of twine in Minnesota. So the next time you're having one of those days stuck in a traffic jam wondering why does this always happen to me, just kick off your sneakers and stick around for a while because we've got it all on Weird Algorithm. Available wherever you get your podcasts. And now you know. Was that enough references? Do you like to laugh, geek out on music, and learn all about that band or artist who had that one song back in the day, but then seemed to fall off the face of the earth? If so, you need to subscribe to One Hit Thunder. Together with an array of interesting and hilarious guests, we do a weekly dive into one-hit wonders like Eiffel 65's Blue, Crayshon's Gucci Gucci, EMF's Unbelievable, Delamitri's Roll to Me, Los Del Rio's Macarena, Musical Youth's Past the Duchy, and even Patrick Swayze's She's Like the Wind. So are you subscribed to One Hit Thunder or what? As Desiree would say, you gotta be. And as K7 would encourage, you gotta come baby come and join in on the fun of the One Hit Thunder podcast. Put down that smartphone and listen to me. I'm Matthew Milligan, professional musician and lifelong Weird Al fan. Each week, I'm joined by professional podcaster and close personal friend Matt Kelly to take a dive off the deep end into the vast career of pop culture icon Weird Al Yankovic on our show, Weird Algorithm. Along with some very special guests from the worlds of music and comedy, we tackle every song, every television appearance, and every bit of sketch comedy Al has produced in chronological order, covering the good old days of My Bologna and Eat It, the fun zone of tacky and white and nerdy, and everything in between. As we go, we're ranking the songs, albums, and music videos in the hopes of creating the ultimate guide to a career bigger than the biggest ball of twine in Minnesota. So the next time you're having one of those days stuck in a traffic jam wondering why does this always happen to me, just kick off your sneakers and stick around for a while because we've got it all on Weird Algorithm. Available wherever you get your podcasts. And now you know. Was that enough references? Hey guys, the bonus episodes for Halloween week are just popping out left and right. So 
we've got another one for you. Uh, and we're just gonna, I'm just gonna be upfront. We're totally stealing a entire <laughs> podcast concept from my favorite podcast, All Fantasy Everything. Uh, for those of you who don't listen to the show, they do a fantasy draft on really stupid topics. So we're gonna do the same thing. This, but this time we're going to be drafting the ultimate Halloween night movie marathon. So the way that it works is we are going to each be picking a movie at a time, round robin style, until we all have a list of five. But as soon as one person picks one of the movies that's on our lists, we have to cross it off. So no one can have the same movie on their list. And on the All Fantasy Everything podcast, they usually choose who picks the order in which the game will be played by a game of rock, paper, scissors, which is uh, really difficult to do when none of you can see each other and you're just <laughs> sitting in different houses. We uh, should so- also mention we have a game. <laughs> Well, and that, that's what I was going to get to. So instead, right. what I want to do is have our guest, Brian Berger, get, Berger! To, pick, oh. get to pick what the uh, what the order is going to be for this one. Oh, so, and if, if you don't know who Brian Berger is. Listen to listen, all of listen. the greatest hits. Yeah, listen to all the greatest hits and watch Ant Farm Dickhole. <laughs> <laughs> Man. God, please don't take it. That might be on someone's list. <laughs> <laughs> Brian. So what's the logic to me picking the order? Like, do I just be a jerk and pick myself up? Who do you like the most? Yeah, so so think of it in the sense of like you gotta you gotta factor in like who do you think is most likely to steal things that, that are on your list versus who's least likely ah. to Protect yourself to make sure that your list is the best. Or just okay. do it with people that you like the best. <clears throat> Me. <laughs> okay, okay. So um, how about we do this? People with the best name go first. So the Bryans will go first. <laughs> um, <laughs> followed by whose birthday's coming up next? And mine just passed three days ago. So, so you're always going to go Scott's. third. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I guess to go next. Let's just count Matt because he has an October birthday. Okay, so um, we'll do the uh, other Brian, myself. And then Scott and then Matt. Oh, man, letting other Brian go before you. Too. Wow. Yes. I, I, based on, see, the listeners can't see Zencaster, but this is news to me that I'm other Brian. But, <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. That's okay. I, I, I am other Brian. Um, perfect. I will start. And I didn't want to, I wouldn't start with this movie, but I'm going to pick it first because I feel like it's a hot topic. And I'm going to go with House of a Thousand Corpses. Because what? I think it is huh? a phenomenal movie. It's Halloween based, and I will fight anyone that has anything negative to say about Rob Zombie. Hey, hey, Brian, tune in next month. Yeah, Green Kelly's about to have a bad fucking day next month. Not, I'm not gonna lie. I, if you had given me like fifty bucks to guess what your first movie was going to be, I wouldn't have picked that. No, I, I, me neither really? at all. Oh no, I see. I thought. Oh damn it, my second movie. I know you went with you went with a movie that no one probably has yeah, on their list. No, except for you. Yeah, <laughs> you're fucked. I, I, and the funny thing is that whole spiel I did about it being a hot topic and not wanting someone to take it. It's my second movie because I know Scott's going to take it. <laughs> place on halloween does it yeah, yeah no it's halloween night. i literally it's watched it yesterday <laughs> yeah it's like one shot of the like, one girl calls her dad and he's like damn they're having halloween three days before october 31st because it's it's not one shot it's the whole basis of the movie they're having their no, halloween ritual 
but they have their, they have their hearts. Oh, the oh movie came God. out ha- more than a decade ago. <laughs> 15 years ago. Yeah. And dude, right. I love Rob Zombie. I won't lie, Brian. I, I haven't watched it in a bit, but I feel like I'll probably be in your corner if we ever were to do an episode on that episode. On that wink, movie. wink, nudge, <laughs> nudge. Uh, but unless you have anything else to say about House of a Thousand Corpses, let's move over to Burger. Okay, so I'm not going to cross that one off my list. Um, <laughs> so right off the get-go, it looks like I'm getting my number one pick. I'm going with a classic one I try to watch every year, and that would be Night of the Demons. Nice Ooh. choice. Son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> Eat a bowl of fuck, Matt. God damn it, that was my number two. Really? <laughs> really? Yeah. I don't yeah. even think about that movie as a Halloween movie. It's just a good time. <laughs> it's well, such a good movie, though. I, I just oh, yeah. watched it recently. It It is, you know what? I remember the first time that I watched it, I wasn't that impressed by it because I was maybe like 13 and I was like, hey, there's some boobs. But like yeah, that was boobs. all that it really did for me. <laughs> but then we watched it for like the first year of Reddit Horror Club. And I was blown away by how like how good it was. And I couldn't believe that I had put it off for so long. So now it's like a yearly, it's definitely a yearly tradition. I have to watch Night of the Demons during Halloween time. Plus it's one of the best soundtracks. Oh, Oh, it's it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure most of the listeners have seen this movie. But (laughs) if you have not, um, be sure you get the original. I believe it's from, uh, let's see, 86 86 or 87, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Actually, might be. You could also watch the remake too. I mean, it's fun. The remake's not bad. Compared to some remakes, it's not terrible. Even the sequels aren't too bad. Well, no. So Night of the Demons 2, that's the one with uh, Ben Stiller's wife in it, right? Correct. Correct. So I have that on my computer, and I've never finished it. I have fallen asleep trying to watch that shit like seven times. I, I was super, super sick when we went to Mania this year in March. I had like the worst chest cold. Everybody know who listened to our live things or saw me at Mania was like, geez, Scott can you please stop crying? And I'm like, I can't help it. It's a science fiction, but I couldn't sleep until the NyQuil would kick in. And so I was like watching night of the demons two on my laptop on the fold out couch. While uh, Stephen Bay and your boy, Matt over here, I just saw in logs and I was just like, kill me. So I, <laughs> that's my night of the demons two story. <laughs> well, uh, I'm just going to end on this uh, lipstick titty magic and we can pass it on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So my number one pick uh, shouldn't shock anybody. It's one of my favorite movies ever made. And for me, when I think of Halloween, I think of watching a lot of the old Universal classics. So this is a way to get all of them in one pick, honestly. So I picked the Monster Squad. Yeah, boy. Oh, nice. Just, I just specifically didn't have movie. that on my list. Okay, so how am I your brother? And for some reason, when you're like, I'm just going to pick all of them. I was like, wow, he's going to go with House of Frankenstein. Interesting choice. <laughs> Please don't say movies that people might pick. <laughs> so here's the weird thing about this is that Wizard Behind the Curtain, I was messaging Matt like five days ago and he was like, it's so funny that you, he was trying this reverse mind trick on me. He was like, it's so funny that you think you know it's on my list. I knew Monster Squad was your first fucking thing. <laughs> you are such a fucking slut. <laughs> All right, so we don't need to talk about how amazing Monster Squad is, but we do no, need to talk about- There's a whole about... episode dedicated to it. Yeah. There's a documentary dedicated to it. Somebody that's on this- 
episode might be in that documentary. Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) And I am going to not pick my number one. I am going to pick what should have been Brian's number one for my number one. Let's do it. Just to hurt his feelings because I'm a vindictive person. Trick or treat 2007. Fucking cock. (laughs) But it needs to be on the list. It's not even in my top five. I wasn't even going to pick it, but you just forced my hand yeah uh, i was gonna say brian i out of respect to you put it at number 16 i had 20 movies on my list i dropped it to 16 because i was like all right brian's gonna really want to pick this one and then you were handed the golden opportunity <laughs> so i was like i think that brian should get first pick and you're like how's there a thousand corpses please <laughs> because <laughs> i originally so originally when i made the list i did it like i need to put it like what's most likely to be taken by Scott. And I had that mentality. And then when I rewrote the list on my phone, I was like, I'm just going to do it in the order that I enjoy the movies. And I enjoy house of a thousand corpses more. And I still had the mentality that I had it right. And then I realized Scott hates Rob zombie. <laughs> no, I like him as a person. I just don't like him as a filmmaker. There's a difference. Brian Scott messaged me and was like, yo, you and I and Burger should all pick trick or treat as our first pick. <laughs> I I like, I that would be mean. Up. And then Brian, I can't believe you had the golden you know, opportunity. You the blew second it. half, the second half of that conversation that Matt is probably forgetting, but I'm not forgetting because I wrote myself a note on my note for this draft. <laughs> is that I was like, how fucking funny would it be is if I got to pick trick or treat 2007, and then I picked trick or treat 1986, and then I picked trick or treats 1982. <laughs> Just wasted my. <laughs> movies that people might pick (laughs) (laughs) yeah i really Uh, fucking blew it well you know you lost your what probably was your number two so let's just hear what your number three was no no no. pick whatever one you think is most likely to get picked next like now you know honestly that was the only one i don't think any of mine (laughs) even my extras like none of them are gonna get picked um but just to do one that's might my brother might pick because it doesn't have to be based around halloween it's just a great halloween film and I just feel like I feel like Scream is just a great like oh, fucking yeah, yeah. Halloween yeah. type movie. That it's was pissed. on my it list. It doesn't. It doesn't feel good, does it, Matt? No, it does. <laughs> well, I mean, it was number nine on my list, so people need. Oh, to- boo hoo, dude! <laughs> number nine. <laughs> All right, but no, I can agree. I I think Scream um, definitely. It, it's the right vibe for Halloween to me. Like it just kind of, you know, you got like the big party scene. That's like the last half of the movie. And it's, I mean, it does bring up a lot of nostalgia for me. And I, I think probably for the same reason it does with you is that our cousins and us would watch that movie literally on a daily basis. Like yeah. we were, we were obsessed with that movie. So good. Oh man. I, don't, I mean, I don't and Mario, any... you guys met Mario. That's yeah. his all-time favorite movie ever. It's probably my top ten. Yeah, it's, it's Oh, it's there. in my top five for horror. I mean, I don't watch it very often. Well, I, was, I, watch I was thinking Nightmare of all time. I was oh, thought, like, oh, really? all time, I, it might I, be in my top ten. I would yeah. say maybe, like, top... Oh, definitely top 15 for me, maybe. But definitely... And definitely top ten for horror, but it's... I mean, I love that movie, and I watch it. I've watched it so many times that it's no longer a movie that I like experience. It's just like this weird. Okay, I'm gonna try my best not to quote it. 
You know what yeah, I'm saying? It's like coming home. It's, so I feel the same way they with Hardly Wait. Hardly wait. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's like coming home from a long vacation. And you're just like, oh, I'm at home. Like, that's how yeah, I feel when I'm watching Scream. Feel good. Uh, Scream is our feel-good <laughs> movie, guys. Feel good. <laughs> I got so – Jade actually never saw the original. So what? I can't tell you what it was like to sit there last month and be able to watch Scream. This is the first time in so long that I was able to watch Scream and be like, she has no idea who the killers are. <laughs> and this makes me so happy. That's it, awesome. Uh, yeah. Did she keep trying to predict it and she was wrong all the time or was she like dead on? She was like fucking didn't even guess. But <laughs> so she's the exact opposite of Megan. My yeah. wife is obsessed with figuring out who the killer is, what's happening. Oh my god, watching fucking Scream Queens with her is excruciating. It's hilarious. <laughs> but also like she's like, "Oh, it's so and so." And then next season she's like, yeah. next episode she's like, "Oh, it's not so and so. It's so and so part 2." <laughs> the worst person is my is my dad with that and spoiler alert once again two decades later but i was like oh i got a perfect movie for my dad to watch because he always likes to figure shit out and he won't figure it out let's watch the usual suspects i knew it's what you're 15 minutes in he was like oh yeah it's kevin spacey i was like god damn it (laughs) (laughs) Uh, all right burger what are you going for well, firstly, I'm going to say I'm I'm a little bit disappointed and furious with all of you. Uh, <laughs> okay. When Mr. Matthew Kelly reached out to me last week, I did not think I had boned up enough on Halloween-based horror movies. So I have done nothing but watch Halloween-based horror movies for the past week. Um, <laughs> and there's a lot of garbage out there. Uh, <laughs> there's at least four or five movies called Mischief Night. Uh, there's two of those Medea Halloween movies, if you're unaware. Uh, <laughs> which, quick side tangent. Tyler Perry, that's his name, right? Tyler Perry. Yeah. Tyler yeah. Perry. He writes, directs, and star in these stars in these movies. Okay. So when he writes a line that his teenage daughters think he is like the sexiest man in the world, why aren't people? Ew. This? <laughs> Ew. Oh yeah, they're they're like, mm, your dad, mm, more like dick or treat. And I'm just what? Like, what is happening here? <laughs> the bigger question is why you are not the target audience at all. <laughs> I'll, I'll give it up to the first one. It's not too bad. Not going to make the list, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, there's a lot of trash out there. Um, I saw everything from three dead trick or treaters to Wrong Turn Five. So uh, which has a oh, you're missing the one that we did. <laughs> yeah. So um, the fact that you guys are going astray and aren't being purist, I'm I'm a little disappointed. But for my number two pick, I am going to go with Murder Party. Oh, uh, that was. I bet that was on. Was that on your list, Brian? It was on my extended list. Okay, yeah, it's not. It's nowhere yeah. on my list. I watched it like what three months ago, and I was like, eh. This yeah. is a recent one that I try to crack out, if not every Halloween, every other. Um, it is from Jeremy. Sonye? Is that how you pronounce it? I'm not sure. I have no idea. The guy with the green, uh, green Room? Right. And he just directed Hold the Dark on Netflix. Oh, right. nice. Okay. Not written Everyone Martin, says from the filmmaker of Blue Ruin and Green Room, but nobody mentions Murder Party. And I think that's kind of a shame. I think the movie was a little bit ahead of its time. Um, it uh, essentially built what a hipster is before anyone was using that phrase. No, no you are wrong. Are you sure? <laughs> I am positive. What's the year for Murder Party? Let's see. I want to say uh, it's like 2004, 2007. Okay, I was in college between 2001 and 2005. 
Okay. And I know what hipsters are because they were already a passe thing and they were a clique in college. They were all the most obnoxious, rich trust fund kids who wanted to dress in thrift store clothes, smoke closed cigarettes, drink PBR. And in 2005? In 2002, my friend. You know what? I'm from Missouri, so I'm set back. <laughs> okay, yeah, Missouri is at least five <laughs> years behind the rest of the of the rest of the United States. Yeah. Okay, I'll I'll let it slide then. But uh, I mean, it could be worse. It could be Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. True. True. Ryan's coming on and be like, "Hey, are you guys wearing protection? Because there's this new thing called AIDS that's going around my state. <laughs> <laughs> Seems to be pretty deadly." So a quick premise. Um, a dude just kind of goes home. He's setting in for the night to watch a couple horror movies. And on his way home, he finds a letter on the ground that's an invitation to the murder party. He then decides to go to it. And it turns out it's a bunch of art hipsters that are essentially going to murder whoever shows up. I highly recommend checking it out if you haven't seen it. And Brian, I agree. I both agree with you and disagree with you. I feel okay. like I feel like murder party doesn't get enough praise. But as far as market it in a marketing sense, like... I love Murder Party. I think it's a fucking fun movie. If I'm going to be like uh if I'm going to be a quote unquote hipster or like something like that and like talk about like the art and the shots and directorial uh choices, it's not in the same it 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 doesn't compete with Blue Ruin or, or Green Room for me as far as like that aspect of it. But as far true, as like a story true. And just overall entertaining and love it. Yeah, I fucking love Murder Party. And it just looks like I told this to my brother when he brought it up. I think he did. What did we watch this month or something? He brought it up. It just looks like he was like having fun with his friends. Like he's like, I'm just going to make a movie with my friends. And I fucking enjoy the shit out of it. So enjoy that on your list because it is a great pick for sure. So for me, uh, this is the first movie that I have on my list that uh, actually physically takes place during Halloween. Um, And it's from a franchise where most of the films take place in Halloween, but it's my favorite of that particular franchise uh, because it was the first one that I saw in theaters. So I'm going with Halloween H2O. Yeah, boy, I knew that one was (laughs) Really? I would think if anyone, because I even have it far down on my list, but I'm like, if anyone's going to steal a Halloween one, they got to do three. But you well, and H2O, say, huh? Someone, someone might take it. You, you're speaking yeah, too soon. You, you don't. Brian is not very competitive. I know <laughs> that your dad wanted you to be a sports person, but you're not. <laughs> yeah, I'm just here to have fun. Mindset. Yeah. But yeah, Halloween H2O, um, it's probably my favorite in the franchise when it's I really fun. think about it because it's fun. It's it's a little bit quicker paced than some of the other films in the uh, in the film series. And it's it's quick, boy. That movie's I think that movie's 84 minutes with credits like that movie <laughs> fucking moves. It's the <laughs> Charles Band presents Halloween <laughs> flick. Oh, absolutely. Ten minutes of credits at the end. Beautiful. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you got I mean, the first kill is Joseph Gordon-Levitt getting a, a ice skate to the face. Yeah, so, like, great. So I'm all for it, uh, but that's all I got to say about that. Scott, what's your number two here, buddy? Well, um, so I am going to do I, – I, I was going to – I had another one that I was going to do, but my number two is strictly due to the fact that I don't want anybody else to take it. It is my all-time favorite horror movie, and I probably watch it two times a year, which is crazy because most movies, as you guys know, I can barely stomach most movies once in a 12-month period. But Nightmare on Elm Street, 
the original from 1984. Nice. nice. I will mm. never get sick of. It is just the perfect horror movie to me. It needs no introduction or explanation. It's just amazing. Wow. All right. Well then, Brian. I know that it's not I know that it's not <laughs> Halloween, but it's just my all-time favorite horror movie, so I can't say no. Yeah, you got to throw it in. Yeah. yeah. That's what Monster Squad was for me. Yeah, <laughs> although I feel like Monster Squad really hits more of a Halloween vibe right. than Nightmare. Mm-hmm. Probably, but whatever. I saw my first time I ever saw Nightmare on Elm Street or uh, other franchises that haven't been said yet during this draft uh, was <laughs> around October on like TNT in USA. So it definitely fits in there. Yeah, I saw it um, the end of September. So I like the first time I finally saw it. I've told this story many times on the podcast, so you guys know it. But um, I saw it for the first time in September, so it feels like a fall movie to me anyway. Yeah, yes. no, that makes sense. All right, Brian. So Mayan, the one that I pick is to, not around Halloween, although I feel like it should be. And it was released in October of 1994. I'm trying to make Matt sweat a little bit because they might be on this list. Uh, it is the first. It is the first horror movie to actually scare the shit out of me, believe it or not. And it actually gave me nightmares. And it was the intro that gave me nightmares. So I'm going to go with Pumpkinhead 2, Blood Wings. Ew. <laughs> what? Dude, Pumpkinhead 2's intro. Believe it or not, the two things that scared the shit out of me as a kid was Pumpkinhead 2, the 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 intro scene, and then Jason Takes Manhattan, her flashback when Jason is pulling her under the water. Oh, Those yeah. were the two things, like the two first things that really fucking creeped me out when I was a kid and really fucking gave me nightmares. So, yeah, Pumpkinhead 2 is my All right. Pick. Enough said on that one. Nothing Nothing to say about it at all. <laughs> Brian, I feel like if this was a football fantasy draft, you'd be, be picking nothing but kickers right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, for number three, wow, I've... You know, I got to be honest, I didn't put any of the primary Halloween ones because I figured they'd all be taken by now. And man, you guys are just really throwing me for a twist here. So um, <laughs> I'm going to go with, uh, yeah, I'm going to keep it obscure and Halloween based. So I'm going with the WNUF Halloween special. Yeah! yeah it was on my list, but it's a good one. I'm so glad somebody else picked it because I specifically wasn't going to pick it because I don't want to fanboy too hard because yeah. of uh, something that's coming up next month. In like three days. <laughs> well, it's next month to me. <laughs> so uh, for anyone who doesn't know what this film is, uh, in my opinion, I think it's the freshest and most original found footage film that exists. Absolutely. Uh, it's essentially a recording of a news broadcast from the 80s. Um, and it's a bootleg of that recording. So whoever copied the bootleg is like fast forwarding through boring parts. Uh, you get to see some amazing made up commercials uh one of my favorites is the made for tv movie dog gone it i don't know if you've that one or not. Um, about a working lady who finds friendship and a pet dog it's hilarious yeah um and the commercials repeat because it's like a real live broadcast yeah. and and they'll fast forward through them on the second go and yeah stuff. but um essentially the idea is a news station is going to do a live broadcast from a local haunted house um, a really cool thing the filmmakers did when they first made the movie is how they initially released it was they made like a hundred copies on VHS and just randomly distributed them in thrift stores and um, other places. And Public just, bathrooms. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. anywhere. Uh, I just think it's a really cool idea. 
Um, it really does. It's drenched in the feeling of Halloween. And uh, another one I just highly recommend if you haven't seen it. Very, very cool. All right. Uh, all right so for my number three, and I'm looking at this list. Okay, it's not. I was going to say, this might be the first one that we actually have an episode on, uh, but that's not true. Uh, it's a movie that I often forget is actually a Halloween movie, but it's a Halloween movie, and it's a damn fun Halloween movie if, at that. I'm going with Idle Hands, motherfuckers. I'm there so you glad you picked that so I didn't have to. <laughs> uh, I mean, we just did an episode a few months ago on it, but... The short version is that it's just a fun fucking 90s horror film. Every moment of that movie, I have a smile on my face. Absolutely. It's just just pure euphoria while I'm watching it. So uh, I'm going to keep it short on this one. That's Idle Hands. Sign sealed, delivered. It's mine. Uh, so, (laughs) uh, if you want to go ahead with your number three. Yeah, mine. Okay. So, we haven't, we, we, um, we've talked a lot about movies that happen um modern day halloween but we have no period pieces yet so i really gotta keep it true to myself and i think matt knows where i'm going with this because i did have a band for a decade named after the titular character from sleepy hollow (laughs) which is such it just it's it's also probably the only tim burton movie we're gonna get on this list um Christina Ricci is at the top of her game. There's gore out the wazoo for, I, I think, is it's a PG-13 movie, isn't it? No, it's an R. It's oh, it's R- R-rated? first R-rated okay. movie. Oh, man, that movie just rules so hard. It it, it seems so, like, um, wholesome, but gory. I don't know. It's it's so good. It's just perfect. It's like, it's a perfect film. And I actually, when I was putting together my list, I looked at Sleepy Hollow and and I said, nah, Scott will definitely have this on his list. I'm surprised it took you three to get it's, there, but well, I knew it was going to be there. The first one was strictly to to Bogart, one that your brother was going to do. And the second one was because <laughs> I really wanted to just give a shout out. Nightmare was probably should have been an honorable mention based on what else I have on my list. But yeah, I mean, I just had to get it out there. All right. Uh, all right, Brian, what's your number four? So I'm going to ki- I'm going to keep with the tradition of me picking films that I love that no one else cares about. And, <laughs> um, you know, this one, I feel like is a sleeper and I'm sure I'll get shit on for it. But it's it's very similar to Trick or Treat. It's an anthology film based around Halloween. And I I feel like Tales of Halloween was a, was a fucking really good movie. No, there was about I two. Know. There's about two stories that sucked, but overall, I thoroughly enjoyed Tales of Halloween. Thoroughly. I just dropped my phone. I was so sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. You guys aren't a fan. But I, I enjoyed it. I oh, I really it's, enjoyed it. It's okay. It's just one of the... To me, it seems so middle of the road. Not worth one of five picks. I mean, this was so hard for me to pick five. And you're just like breezing through them with... Like like Burger set too and <laughs> yeah like you know, because like here's the thing like I really subject people to these one hundred percent and and I'll explain <laughs> and, and let me tell you let me tell you why right so out of my list that I named right there I watch horror movies all the time yeah I watch them all the time it's twelve months a year so like they're movies that. I need an excuse to watch. I need like hot, like I'm not going to fucking in the middle of March be like, you know what I should pop on tales of Halloween or, or house of yeah. a thousand corpses. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like, Oh, it's the Halloween spirit. Actually, that's a lie. I would watch house of a thousand corpses any day of the week. But aside from that, they are, 
They're good. And believe it or not, Tales of Halloween, it, it, it takes place on Halloween. No <laughs> fucking way. I, I forget sometimes that Tales of Halloween takes place you on know, Halloween. This is I'm going to I'm going to just be brutally honest here. I know what you're doing. You're just so upset that I took Trick or Treat 2007 that you had to pick another anthology film from the same time period that you're like, oh, I guess I'll take my Kmart Trick or Treat. So the funny thing is, I haven't even got to the one that replaced Trick or Treat yet. <laughs> Hurry up. You only have two more. One more? That's it. One, more. One, more. one more. And it's the one that I so replaced with Trick or Treat. Uh, all right, Berger, what's your number four? Yeah, uh, I'm going to actually defend Brian a little bit here because I think there is a good movie somewhere in Tales of Halloween. I just think they need to trim a little bit of the fat. But, uh, man, that short with the alien and the slasher is probably the best short in the mix. That and the one that I really liked was Trick, where it was the uh, the four kid, like the four adults smoking weed. And then they. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that one I really liked. Right, 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 right. I think yeah. that, that is arguably arguably the best of the of the anthology, too. Yeah. And the, the one where they kidnapped the. Uh, <laughs> that, that's, 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 yeah, that's just like comedy. It's not horror, but it's just it's got humor to it. We like to have fun. We like to have fun. <laughs> so for my number four, uh, I'm going to go with uh, Dark Knight of the Scarecrow. Nice. I, that was, believe it or not, on my list. For, <laughs> for if it didn't get cut, I think that is a sleeper. I think that is Please, a sleeper. Dark yeah. Is Dark Knight of the Scarecrow, well, Burger, uh, can you give us a little rundown on that? Because I get it confused with um, another one. Sure. So this was actually a made-for-TV movie back in 1981, mm -hmm. and it's starring the titular Dr. Giggles himself, Larry, <laughs> Larry Drake. Drake. Yes. <laughs> Plays the titular uh, Scarecrow, and it's his Dark Knight. But um, and Larry, <laughs> Larry Drake, man, he was born with the acting abilities of an angel, but the face of a convicted pedophile. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's one for the ages. <laughs> But um, <laughs> essentially, he is playing a uh, mentally handicapped adult male who hangs around with children, and uh, the town does not like him for the most part. And um, it's kind of sad. This girl essentially gets attacked by a dog, and Larry Drake saves her, and everyone thinks he did it to her. So it gets all vigilante justice, and they kill Larry Drake. And... Um, but then the question is raised, did they kill him? You know, is someone trying to get revenge? Because they did find out it was a dog, not him. How, how you couldn't tell that by looking at yeah. bite marks and claw marks, <laughs> I'm not sure. But you know what? It was made for TV, so they cut away from most of the gore. But it kind of gives it a slow burn, kind of 70s feeling uh, thing. I, I don't know. It seems like it's being done on purpose. And I think it adds to the dread. Uh, I just saw this for the first time this year. This was the highlight of movies around Halloween I had not seen. And uh, I think it's a fantastic film. Uh, check for, it. for a made-for-TV movie, it was great. I just wish they would have prolonged, like, uh, they would have had, like, a little court-type deal where they're just bringing evidence. And it's like, so as you can see, the victim <laughs> took his paw and scratched the young girl <laughs> with his claws. <laughs> He turned into a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> now you're talking. All right. So my number four, uh, I'm going to go with, and I've probably said this multiple times on the show before, but what I genuinely consider to be the scariest movie of all time um, and my favorite horror film of all time, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. 
the original right. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, it's become my Halloween tradition to watch this movie. Uh, from <laughs> uh, and uh, maybe I'll mention another one of my Halloween traditions later. But uh, this and another movie uh, one time were the only VHS tapes that I had to keep me entertained while handing out candy one Halloween uh, before we had a DVD player. And that was the first time that I really was like kind of frightened by it because I had shut off all the lights and I was just sitting in the dark watching the movie. And uh, it's just a really disturbing film. It's probably, I mean, one could argue the only good Toby Hooper movie, but I really do like Funhouse, uh, not to steal what might be on someone else's list. Um, but it uh, it's, it's just a solid, solid, scary film of all of the, you know, classic, uh, slasher films, even though I don't really consider it a slasher, I just think it's the best. I fucking love Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Hmm. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> and I have something, to, I have a rebuttal for you. Um, I say that you can't actually pick TCM because Brian already picked House of a Thousand Corpses, <laughs> and it's the exact same film. Um, disagree. <laughs> House of a Thousand Corpses is Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 2. Yeah, it is, absolutely. Yeah. And, and <laughs> hold on. Hold on. If Matt can get away with stealing another podcast show by like informing them and inviting them to come on, he can get away with it because Bill Mosley's in fucking House of a Thousand Corpses. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, you know, I'm gonna just I'm gonna bring this guy, and it's you know, it's all good. We're all pals here, you know. Yeah, I'm actually pretty disappointed. Brian um, hasn't been doing his six degrees to Beetlejuice for every single one. <laughs> uh all right so scott what is your number four all right so this one is technically a halloween film getting back to the basics here um and one i know is on nobody's list it is not uh one that i watch every year but it is one that i love dearly i am waiting i believe that my october pick for 2019 will be this may Mm. it's on my list just far down may is such a great awkward film uh it is just uh i just love may it's it was i watched that movie religiously in college because i went to blockbuster and i bought a used copy for like three bucks on dvd and um i i bought it sight unseen i was like this looks like a cool horror movie uh it blew me away and it is something that Oh man. Oh man. I, I'm so embarrassed to admit this, but I made my wife watch it when we first started dating and, um, she'll be like, she'll say goodbye sometimes. And I'll be like, bye hands. And that's such an obscure reference that only she gets it. And that's why, that's why she's my wife. My favorite thing about that story. Cause you've told me that story before, but like <laughs> you're sitting down and making a girl watch a movie in which a character makes a girl watch a movie that's <laughs> super uncomfortable and awkward. Like, I just feel like that's anxiety times two. <laughs> I was less anxious for, I was, and I was just so oblivious to like what was standing before me when Megan and I started dating a decade ago that I was like, this will be fun. She won't run screaming from my house. Luckily, <laughs> I mean, technically you're right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, from in a technical stance, but it's because she had like a huge crush on me for four years before we started dating. And I don't know why. So <laughs> she put up with a lot. All right. Like I can tell you guys off 
air some really embarrassing shit that even Matt hasn't heard in the seven plus years we've been podcasting together and friends. Do you read Kurt Vonnegut? Uh, <laughs> Ryan, what is your, your fifth and final movie? The one that replaced trick or treat. <laughs> it's going to be shit, isn't it? So it, unfortunately it's not going to be as shit as I would hoped. So I'm going to, I'm going to bend the rules. I'm just going to do an honorable mention that would be number six. Just to piss everyone else off, if I had six, I'd put. Wait, 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 wait. we're gonna go over. We're gonna go over honorable mentions afterwards. Don't, don't. Yeah, calm your tits. Steal someone's. All right. Did he say deep throat? Is that what I heard? (laughs) (laughs) We'll get to it. I I assure you, I didn't take anyone's pick, but I'm actually gonna go with. a movie called devil's candy. And I saw it last Halloween with Jade for the first time. So it's got a special place in my heart and it was just, it was a perfect vibe for fucking, uh, for Halloween. Wait, is that, is that your may with Jade? Yeah. Yeah. No, we watched it in your relationship. You guys watched fucking devil's candy and she didn't run away. She didn't run away. Actually, the more, Shocking thing about Jade not running away was uh, we were dating for about two, three months. It was still early on. But uh, me and my roommate were like, yeah, let's watch a movie. And Jade was there. And I was like, so my roommate's about to move. So we have to watch this movie. I hear it's a little messed up. uh, So we've put off watching it. But this is a Serbian film. Let's sit down and see how this pans out. (laughs) (laughs) That I was shocked that she stuck around for because she was very uncomfortable after that movie. We all were. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Berger, what was your number five? Hopefully it wasn't Serbian film. <laughs> no. Um, man, I was actually kind of hoping some of the big ones would have been picked off by now, but I guess I'll just double back to my number two pick that I skipped earlier, which was Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. All right. Yeah. You know. You really can't go wrong. It's a really good movie, and I think it's funny that people are always like, now, don't crucify me, but Halloween 3, Season of the Witch is a really good time. Because, like, a decade ago, maybe people would have been like, yeah, that's kind of a stupid pick. But no one was ever like, that movie's shit. You know, yeah. and now everybody's, like, white knighting that movie. It's a good time. It's not a great time. It's not, like, a great movie. Right. It's I like that Scott suddenly just turned into Matt Stone on the call. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to sound like a queer or nothing, but I kind of liked Halloween 3 with you. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. If you go in with fresh eyes. <laughs> oh, God, that made that my fucking There is no escaping us <laughs> orgasmo. Hey, I don't want to say like a queer nothing, but I think Tom Atkins is kick ass. <laughs> man, he is a sexy leading man. I'll tell you what. No, he's not. He bangs oh. so many young women in his movies. It's so weird. It's so dang. Mustache is not doing something for you, Scott. Oh well, Brian will fight you on that one because he knows the power of the mustache. Oh yeah. Oh. Tom Atkins has got a great stash. I think that I like it so much because it's more obtainable than a Burt Reynolds because it's not super great. Yeah. But it's like a great stash that I could potentially do one day. Uh, I, Burger, I just got to applaud you because I, I've been keeping track of what everyone's list ends up being. And I almost had the words ant farm dickhole written down before you said anything. I was so confident. Right. right. If it took place on Halloween, man, it'd be in there. But uh, nope. I, I have, you know what? I appreciate your dedication to making sure that all of your picks took place on Halloween. Thank you. Thank you. Um. My last pick does take place on Halloween. 
Uh, I kind of didn't think anyone would pick this, but then at the same time, I kind of hoped someone else would pick this because, you know, it's me picking a Disney film, which is, you know, whatever. But Hocus Pocus, man, I fucking love Hocus Pocus. I was Pocus. expecting you to do Hocus Pocus, Hocus Pocus. That's Pocus. why I didn't take it. Yeah, Hocus Pocus, it's a good time. It's another one of those Halloween traditions. I literally just put out a Disneyto podcast on Hocus Pocus. Like, it's a fucking Shameless good movie. Plug. Disneypodcast.com. It's a it's just a, a fun movie. And I feel like it's one of those movies that the more that I talk about it, the more I laugh like the more that I find to love and laugh. And there's just weird little quotes that keep working their way into my everyday vernacular from that movie that is just insane to me. So Hocus Pocus, that's my fifth pick to wrap it up. Uh Scott, send us home with the final pick of the night. Well, and then we're going to do, you know, honorable, no, honorable matches. Oh, so, yeah. Final so, pick of the night. <laughs> yeah. So I can't go a Halloween without picking my favorite of the franchise as well. And it's very interesting that three of the four of us picked a movie from the franchise. And it really says so much about each of our individual personalities, because I'm going with Halloween four, which I have said many times is the best of the se- series. I will defend it again in the next bonus episode. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I love Halloween 4. It is the f- most fun ride of the of the rides. Um, I, I do love H2O, and I do love the original, but those are the three that I watch the most. Halloween 4 is the first one, though. Halloween 4, I can't do Halloween. It's not Halloween if I haven't watched H4 with Danielle Harris in it. Mm. All right. I quote uh, it constantly. All right, Brian, run down real quick. Run down some of your honorable mentions. Okay, so two uh, two honorable mentions that just weren't spooky enough for the holiday was uh, The Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, and uh, Boys in the Trees, which I watched this year and I thought was actually a pretty decent movie. That is a Halloween movie. I forgot yeah. all about that. Yeah, yeah. it's not like a, it's more like a family movie. And then uh, House of the Devil has a nice little Halloween vibe I'd yeah. eventually put on, and Fear, Inc., is another one that I that I thoroughly enjoy, and then the the one that I was gonna do as an honorable mention, just to piss everyone off, is a is a movie that is a the Brian Kelly Vault of Love that everyone hates, D. Snyder's Strangeland, which holds a gentleman's a gentleman's six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow, a movie that critics are saying perhaps if I hadn't expected it to be so bad, I might have approved it less. But don't, <laughs> but don't let the critics judge you because the audience is saying, eh. Those are two. <laughs> All right, Berger, what, is, what are some of your honorable mentions on there? Well, real quick, uh, for those who don't know, I have two young children, and I showed them Hocus Pocus for the first time about a week ago. And I'll tell you what, do not show that to kids unless you want to explain what a virgin is to them because they say the word virgin <laughs> about 1,500 times in that movie. And then I had to explain that. Oh, well, basically your dad before he met your mom. So, uh, <laughs> but, um, so, anyway. so what were both times you had sex like? Were they great? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've at least done it twice. That's true. So, uh, <laughs> there is documented proof of two exactly. intercourse sessions. Right. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to quickly throw out a few. Uh, probably next on my list would have been The Guest. Uh, that is a. All right. Uh, Halloween movie. Not really horror, though, so I was kind of staying away from it. Uh, one that I never really hear anyone talk about, a movie called The Hazing. Never and, even heard yeah, of it. Never even heard of it. Yeah, I, <laughs> I want to say it's a 90s. Clearly, the filmmaker was super inspired by Night of the Demons, so it's like a lower budget, um, not as 
great Night of the Demons, but still pretty good. Uh, Hack o' Lantern I saw for the first time. This oh. year. <laughs> it's just kind of fun. It's really bad. It'd be great on this podcast, but uh, Hack o' Lantern. Don't suggest that painful shit. <laughs> uh, Haunted Ween is another bad but kind of good. Is that a uh, uh, double feature with the ant farm dickhole? Or <laughs> no, this is a 1991 movie. Essentially a frat puts together a haunted house but a real killer gets inside and yeah that's that's essentially the premise uh i can't believe no one said Ernest scared stupid another great <laughs> intro for children um if you want to get them into kind of creepy halloween movies and uh ugh, i don't want to say this one but uh disney's favorite pedophile clown house victor salva uh <laughs> yeah i i almost put clown house on my list too because it's it's a really good spooky movie that takes place at Halloween, but it's a very yeah. uncomfortable movie to watch. Oh, knowing the reality, yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, uh, there's so many scenes of boys in underwear and taking baths. You're, yeah. you're just like, oh wait. How yeah. did nobody know? You know? Yeah. Exactly. All right, so I'm going to run down a few of the ones on my list. Uh, Frighteners was going to was gonna make the final oh, five yeah. if someone grabbed Hocus Pocus or Texas Chainsaw. Uh, Phantom of the Paradise was pretty high on my honorable mentions just because that doesn't take place at Halloween. I just love that movie. Just love that movie, yeah. Just love that movie. Uh, and then um, Casper. If I was going with another oh kid-friendly God. one, so uh, many kid-friendly movies on your list. Uh, Vincent <laughs> Price's The House of Wax, uh, one of nice. my favorite old movies. Popcorn was in there. Yeah. Uh, Return of the Living Dead was on my list. The Adams Family was on my list. Calm your shit. One more. Uh, I only had one more left to read, uh, and it's one that I still think I'm going to pick one of these days for this podcast. Um, and I actually literally watched it immediately before we came down to record. My best friend is a vampire. Uh, movie is so underappreciated, and it is so fucking fun. So that is my uh, honorable mention. Scott, take us home with your honorable mentions. Okay, I don't have nearly as many as everybody else because I'm going to edit myself because I'm a gentleman. So uh, <laughs> my number one honorable mention that I was going, that was like my number six, right? Waxwork. Yeah. Nice. I mean, duh. My favorite werewolf scene of all time. The sauce makes the dish. Uh, you know, would you like a closer look? We got the guy from fucking Gremlins. We've got the guy the tgri guy from teenage Mutant ninja turtles to the secret of the use we've got you know like a mummy we've got all the universal monsters plus we have the marquee side which is the most boring part of the movie but still a good time so <laughs> um good shit love that film uh elvira mistress of the dark is just mm-hmm. so wonderful hilarious it break up the the darker shit that you put on you know like pop that on after nightmare or something like that um and I also have to give mad props to my ladies in killer fucking workout because <laughs> you need some spandex in your life on Halloween night. So that's what I'm pushing for that. All right. Well, uh, it looks like we may. Oh, have shit. Oh, I'm so sorry. I have one more. Burger's Go not going to hear it. But the the my number seven was going to be Trick or Treat 1986, which I did mention earlier because oh. it is the best heavy metal horror. It is. Uh, I mean, until Rock and Roll Nightmare. Uh, but uh, so it does look like we lost Burger, uh, which I mean, at least conveniently, we got all five of his picks and his honorable mentions. I'd like to take this time to say also should be on all of our honorable mentions, but we're bad boys, uh, is Jennifer Help Us, the movie that Brian made. Yes. Uh, it's a fucking fantastic movie shot entirely on a cell phone, which is it's just such a cool 
uh, 70s throwback. Brian, I don't think you've seen it yet, and I need to lend you my copy because you would love it. Um, but let's, let's run down our list here. So Brian Kelly picked House of a Thousand Corpses, Scream, Pumpkinhead 2, Blood Wings, Tales of Halloween, and Devil's Candy. Uh, Brian Berger picked Night of the Demons, Murder Party, WNUF Halloween Special, Dark Night of the Scarecrow, and Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. I picked Monster Squad, Halloween H2O, Idle Hands, Sexist Chainsaw Massacre, and Hocus Pocus. And Scott picked Trick or Treat, Nightmare on Elm Street, Sleepy Hollow, May, and Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers. Obviously, if you're listening to this episode, go and hit up twitter real quick for the next two days probably we'll have a poll going on who had the best overall draft and thank you guys for listening we'll be back with another delightful episode bonus episode and then you know our halloween special will be here yes Do you like to laugh, geek out on music, and learn all about that band or artist who had that one song back in the day, but then seemed to fall off the face of the earth? If so, you need to subscribe to One Hit Thunder. Together with an array of interesting and hilarious guests, we do a weekly dive into one-hit wonders like Eiffel 65's Blue, Crayshon's Gucci Gucci, EMF's Unbelievable, Delamitri's Roll to Me, Los Del Rio's Macarena, Musical Youth's Past the Duchy, and even Patrick Swayze's She's Like the Wind. So are you subscribed to One Hit Thunder or what? As Desiree would say, you gotta be. And as K7 would encourage, you gotta come baby come and join in on the fun of the One Hit Thunder podcast. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. Put down that smartphone and listen to me. I'm Matthew Milligan, professional musician and lifelong Weird Al fan. Each week, I'm joined by professional podcaster and close personal friend Matt Kelly to take a dive off the deep end into the vast career of pop culture icon Weird Al Yankovic on our show, Weird Algorithm. Along with some very special guests from the worlds of music and comedy, we tackle every song, every television appearance, and every bit of sketch comedy Al has produced in chronological order. Covering the good old days of My Bologna and Eat It, the fun zone of tacky and white and nerdy, and everything in between. As we go, we're ranking the songs, albums, and music videos in the hopes of creating the ultimate guide to a career bigger than the biggest ball of twine in Minnesota. So the next time you're having one of those days stuck in a traffic jam wondering why does this always happen to me, just kick off your sneakers and stick around for a while because we've got it all on Weird Algorithm. Available wherever you get your podcasts. And now you know. Was that enough references? Do you like to laugh, geek out on music, and learn all about that band or artist who had that one song back in the day, but then seemed to fall off the face of the earth? If so, you need to subscribe to One Hit Thunder. Together with an array of interesting and hilarious guests, we do a weekly dive into one-hit wonders like Eiffel 65's Blue, Crayshon's Gucci Gucci, EMF's Unbelievable, Delamitri's Roll to Me, Los Del Rio's Macarena, Musical Youth's Past the Duchy, and even Patrick Swayze's She's Like the Wind. So are you subscribed to One Hit Thunder or what? As Desiree would say, you gotta be. And as K7 would encourage, you gotta come baby come and join in on the fun of the One Hit Thunder podcast. Come baby, come baby, baby, come, come, come.
You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 